So here's a question. What is the kindest thing you can do for yourself in this moment? As you reflect on this question, think about an emotion or a situation recently when you were suffering, when some challenge felt overwhelming. Perhaps you were feeling a sense of momentary despair. Now imagine in that moment that instead you paused... You took a breath, you felt into your body, you sensed your feet on the ground, you felt your heart, and you'd asked yourself this question, what's the kindest thing I can do for myself in this moment? That might have changed what happened after. I find that question incredibly helpful to get us out of what he was talking about, those mind states. So as we begin our retreat together this evening, I'd like to share one of the many ways I've found loving-kindness practice to be at the heart of cultivating peace and well-being and how it informs my journey toward living in greater freedom. A couple of weeks ago, when I was sitting at my desk at work, feeling a bit run over in that moment, I was reflecting ahead to this weekend, to this retreat. And as I reflected on loving kindness and what it means to me, I realized in that moment that the cause of my suffering was fear in that particular moment. It was fear that somehow I was falling short. I realized in that moment that touching into loving kindness was the wisest response and that the answer to the question, what is the kindest thing I can do for myself in this moment was bring a kind, friendly, affectionate perspective to myself and the situation. The reality was, when I cleared away the mind muck, as best I could, I was taking care of projects, I was following up with people, making calls, responding to emails, thoughtfully, with kindness, with as much clarity and integrity as I could. Thich Nhat Hanh tells an instructive story, and sometimes these stories just say it all. If we're about to die of thirst and someone brings us a glass of muddy water, we know we have to way of, find a way of filtering it in order to survive. We can't just throw it away. That water, even though it's not pure, it's our only hope of salvation. In the same way, we have to accept all our afflictions, our mental formations, all the difficulties in the world, our body, our mind, in order to transform them. It doesn't work to reject them. We must accept what is here and now, including our suffering and our delusion. Accepting our suffering and delusion already brings us some peace and joy. This is our practice. This acknowledgement that we're human, and what does that mean? We're not perfect. We have strong waves that don't always serve us. We make mistakes. Perhaps we don't say something as clearly as we could or as kindly as we had hoped. The email we write doesn't land as we had intended. We experience a health issue. How do we respond? So this practice helps us accept what is here now with kindness, this moment, 
in order to have a deep perspective and the capacity to transform, this is critical, how we're meeting the moment. If our imperative is perfection, some idea, we will suffer. If your imperative is to be perfect, you will suffer. We know this. Mingyur Rompuche said, ultimately, happiness comes down to choosing between the discomfort of becoming aware of your mental afflictions and the discomfort of being ruled by them. I love this quote, because at its heart, it assumes afflictions. It's like, are you going to be aware of them or ruled by them? Not, do you have them? (laughs) So it's okay. That's what the teachers are telling us. It's okay. In the mind, you know, there's a thought, an afflictive thought. You know, I need my health to be a certain way. I need my work situation to be a certain way. You know, it's, it's not helpful, but there it is. And we have this incredible power of awareness. And yes, as you know, because you took a weekend to come here, it is powerful to wake up and to choose. To choose to see beneath the strong wave of experience, to see beneath the thought and appreciate that you know, it may be real, whatever you're experiencing, but these thoughts are not true. And moving to the loving-kindness practice, Thich Nhat Hanh you know, often talks about seeds. Some of you may have heard or read about this, that we all have these seeds within us, the seeds of greed, of arrogance, of fear, hatred, anger, despair, and seeds of joy, ease, generosity, flexibility, kindness. So how do we water these seeds? With the heart practices, the four immeasurables, the divine abodes, metta, loving kindness, is the foundation of these practices together with compassion, joy, and equanimity. And these four divine abodes are called immeasurables because if you practice them, they'll grow in you every day. And they don't stop. They just grow and grow and grow. So this practice of loving kindness inclines the heart and the mind to bring healing and freedom to ourselves and to the world. So to support our practice this weekend, and you've got the handouts Um, Hugh and I put together some phrases of loving-kindness which are coming around now. And if you've practiced loving-kindness before, you know that phrases can be supportive. If you haven't, you'll be getting some suggestions for these phrases. Things like, may I be filled with loving-kindness. May I be happy. May I be well in body and mind. May I be a good friend to myself. May whatever blocks my heart be dissolved. So this is what's coming around. So for part of your formal practice, whether it's sitting or walking, you can explore using these phrases. You can make any refinements to these, create new ones. Really, you want to use phrases that connect for you, that they just feel natural. 
or after you try them on, they, they feel right. And if you prefer, you don't have to use phrases. They're just a way, especially if you have a mind with a tape that runs with a lot of negative thoughts, this is a great way to reorient. And Hugh will talk this weekend about inclining the heart and mind. This practice helps us incline our heart and mind. So you can use the phrases. If you're more sensory, you can let the phrases go and feel in the body the sense of friendliness, this well-wishing. So we'll have a, an, a closing meditation now, to be about 15 minutes or so. So I'd invite you to just find a, a posture that's comfortable and relaxed. So sitting with your back straight, your shoulders relaxed. Imagine the Buddha sitting under the tree of awakening Relaxed, but dignified posture. Let the chest be open so that you can breathe easily. Letting your eyes close if that's comfortable for you and letting your attention come inward. And as you settle, just take a, take a breath in. And as you do that, just send a wish of well-being to yourself. It could be just simply, may I be happy. Just breathing in, may I be happy. Or may I be peaceful. Releasing on the out-breath. May I be safe and free from harm. Just having that intention, that wish for yourself. May I live with ease. Whatever wish you have for yourself, just breathe that in, wishing yourself well. Just see how it lands for you. May I be happy. As you do this, you might see how it is to invite a smile to your face. If, if it's helpful, you could think of somebody who makes you feel really happy or joyful. Partner, loved one, good friend, pet, child. Someone, if you can, bring to mind somebody who makes you feel happy, joyful, peaceful. Just invite that smile. Maybe let the smile come into your heart area. See how it is to 
perhaps put your hand on your heart. Maybe your hand on your heart, maybe hand on your belly as well if that feels comfortable. Just wish yourself well. May, may I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I live with ease. May I be free from suffering. Or whatever wish you want to to send to yourself. Wishing yourself well. And if it doesn't feel easy to do this or you feel some resistance or some difficult emotion comes up, see if you can meet that with kindness, with friendliness. Whatever, whatever's coming up, just to meet it with, with friendliness, with kindness. Just this moment, accepting this moment just as it is. And if you'd like, you could continue to just send wishes of care, of friendliness to yourself. Or just be aware of your experience. Just bringing mindfulness to what you're experiencing right now. You could let your attention rest on your breathing. Breathing in, breathing out. Aware of breathing in, aware of breathing out. Poet Dorothy Hunt says, Peace is this moment without judgment. Peace is this moment without judgment. This moment 
in the heart space where everything that is is welcome. This moment in the heart space where everything that is is welcome. So see if it's possible to bring a quality, an attitude of welcoming to whatever is present for you right now. Meeting this moment with kindness, with care. it's helpful letting the breath be your home base the experience of breathing in and breathing out let that be if you like your resting place just resting your attention in the in breath and the out breath And if you notice your attention has moved into thought, into the future or the past or daydreams or plans, just gently and kindly let your attention come back. Come back to the breath, this breath, in breath, out breath. Come back to the body. Come back to this moment. You might see how it is just to drop in a wish of kindness, of friendliness towards yourself.
may I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be safe. This poem from beloved Mary Oliver, recently departed, her poem, Wild Geese. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.